All right, here we go. First topic. We're going to touch on this whole Joe Burrow thing. Is he the next Tom Brady? I say no. No. I say no. Um, so, so I have this theory about two-minute drives. Um, as a quarterback, if you have your first you know, game-winning two-minute drill, right, it's a hell of a feeling. It's like, holy shit, I can't be stopped. Okay? But if you have at least one to three more in a row – of two-minute drive failures, that can wreak havoc on your mind. Okay, not like you know overtly, yeah. but you know in you know in the back of his head, he's like, you know, I found. So. Yeah, Joe Burrow. He's uh, this kid is this kid is he's six foot four. He's two hundred fifteen pounds. He looks like he has some kind of blood disorder. He looks like Jim Brewer. He needs dialysis or he's a diabetic or something. Yeah, I call him Jaundice Joe Burrow. But in the Super Bowl, 45 seconds left with the game on the line, he gets sacked. He didn't see John Candy in the stands. He didn't fucking, he didn't lead him down and, and, and win the game for the Bengals and change the history of their franchise. He got sacked. That bothered me. Then again, in the AFC Championship game, 45 seconds left to beat Patrick Mahomes. Fourth down, gets sacked again. And so it's a problem for me. I, I think he's I – th- I mean, Joe Flacco's won a Super Bowl. Trent Dilfer's won a Super Bowl. I know he's early in his career, but he's already had multiple ACL injuries. Um, he kind of looks like Colin Coward. I, I, think he, I think he leans on being, like, cool, a cool customer and swagged out and all this stuff. I, I'm ready to see like him become a man. I think Patrick Mahomes became a man this season where he hurt his knee and he gritted it and grinded it out and ran for the first down and, and won the game like with his heart on the line, his head on the line, everything. And I'm late. If Joe Burrow either has to like step out of the cool thing, the cool and the cocky thing, and start fucking causing chaos and problems and smashing tablets like fucking Tom Brady and being a nut and a psycho and throwing bombs and dimes and winning fucking games, or it's not going to happen. Yeah, no, you're 100% right. But my old thing is this. Yes, you're right. He's a young player, all right? It's going to be his fourth year in the league. But he's already had multiple opportunities, multiple, like, life-defining as a player opportunities that he has not won or he hasn't taken advantage of them. And – as a quarterback, you never know when those are going to happen, a la Marino making the Super Bowl. As you know, as a rookie in 84, he thought he would be back to it, you know, et cetera. He never got back. So it's no guarantee that Joe Burrow will ever even make it back. That's yeah, there's, you know. there's a weird um there's some kind of weird stat I think I saw where like if you lose your first Super Bowl that quarterback like never makes it back or something. Um, it, it like Marino exactly. And uh, you know, so let's look four four thousand four hundred seventy five yards, 35 touchdowns, 12 picks. That's it. I mean, it's a great season. Uh, QBR 58, seven, that whole QBR thing fucking weirds me out. When I was a kid, you had like, it was like 99 or 101 or something. And now we're like, what is 58.7 me? I feel, I feel like it's fucking, he failed a spelling bee or something like yeah. what, do you know anything I, about the QBR? Uh, I have no idea about that. No. Yeah. Let's look, let's see. Uh, let's see where he's at. He had a, he, he, his longest throw was 60 yards in the postseason. It was 35 in the postseason. He threw for 721 yards, four touchdowns, two picks. Um, it, it looks like his, is rating dipped about 11 points. I mean, look, bro, I I just, I hate how they equate everything to Tom Brady because honestly, Tom Brady is like a fucking Haley's Comet. Yeah. Tom Brady, and Tom Brady would tell you himself, he's not the most talented guy. I mean, he's worked really hard now. His arm looks great now. His mechanics are fine now. But like they keep comparing people to Tom Brady and it's like, motherfucker, Who's going to be the next Joe Burrow? You know, I think Patrick Mahomes is the only one right now where they don't fucking say, like, oh, he's the next Tom Brady. He's just the first Patrick Mahomes. Right, exactly. But, I mean, I don't know about Burrow long. I I mean, just, 
Is he Carson Palmer? Like, is he just going to, like, get the Bengals' hopes up and then never deliver? Well, I think that the Bengals are going to never get back to this point. Like, I don't see it happening. Like, even in that AFC Championship game, last year was their season to win this football. Okay? Yeah. They, they had a stacked defense. They were rolling on offense. They were injury-free. They should have won the AFC Championship. Yeah. I, but yeah. – like you said earlier, or you know earlier, Burrow really didn't capitalize when he really needed to. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, let's look at his stats in his career so far. Sixty-eight uh, percent completion percentage. That's solid. John Elway's career p- completion percentage was fifty-three percent. By the way, for folks out there who give a shit about completion percentages, Elway was fifty-three percent. Elway never threw more than twenty-five touchdowns in a season and never threw more than 3,500 yards in a season, and it took till his 10th season to throw more touchdowns than picks. So if Twitter existed, there'd be no such thing as John Elway. But let's look at this fucking Joe Burrow. He's thrown for uh, almost 12,000 yards, 82 touchdowns, and 31 picks. That's solid, but that's not like fucking like trailblazing. That's like a, that's like a fucking Derek Carr stat line. Well, yeah, but he's such a streaky passer, too. Like, yeah, games where he goes for 405. Yeah, he's completing like you know almost 80% of his throws. So, like, yeah. if he gets into a groove, he might be a top three quarterback in the league. Let's, um, this is, let's look at his fucking let's look at this shit. Let's see. He started out in the first game a touchdown, then he did three and two picks, four, one, two, one, two, zero, one, zero, four, and two picks, one, zero, two, and one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. He's and then like, look at that—the loss versus Pittsburgh. Heading into the playoffs, two touchdowns, four picks. So he did, he kind of limped into the playoffs. That's not a fun stat line to head into the playoffs with. No, 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 no. You do not want to limp into the playoffs. Yeah. As he, um. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I think the jury's out on him. I think the Gen Z kids like him. Like he's in. He does the whole Dolce and Gabbana and the tie dye shirts and shit. I I, I get it. Uh, we'll see what happens to him. I, I think he, I, I would like to see him have a better coach. And I know people are going to say I'm biased against Zach Taylor, but I, I wonder what he could do if he had like a fucking, like a real head coach, like someone with like a, a championship temperament, you know, I don't know why the NFL doesn't bring Mike Holmgren back. Oh, I, yeah. Mike Holmgren. Well, I mean, he, he might be a little too old. Yeah, I know he's too old and stuff, but that I mean that's a that's a guy, you know, I, dude, you know what really pissed me off is like is I used to like uh he could never come back to coaching cuz he's too zany now, but I used to like Steve Mariucci too. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love Mooch. Yeah. A fucking Andy Reid though. I mean, I guess we can live vicariously through Andy Reid. Andy Reid, man, I'm telling you right now like uh it, you know, so if he sticks around and wins another Super Bowl, I mean, he's going to fucking He's yeah. going to be up there with greatest coaches to ever live. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think some people underestimate just what he's doing with Mahomes. Like, his mind for the passing game is, I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Five NFC championships with Donovan McNabb. All right. And then he goes to the fucking, and now he's at, is he at five now with the Kansas City Chiefs and two Super Bowl wins? Probably at five. I mean, just look at, and, you know, to your point, look at what he, he made Alex Smith look like a Pro Bowl quarterback or actually made him into a Pro Bowl quarterback. He had made every quarter. He made Kevin Cobb look good. Pick in, in 2010 out of, you know, you know, out of prison, making him like the league MVP, damn near. He looks. He looks like the BTK killer. <laughs> oh. Dude, have you seen what the look at the BTK killer, bro? Look at him. Okay. Look. Doesn't he kind of look like the BTK killer, Andy Reid? With hair. Well, yeah, he's. BTK it's... killer looks more stressed out, like he's killed someone. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> um. But just... he, yeah, he's a fat walrus piece of shit. Fucking likes cheeseburgers. I mean, I I just like Andy Reid. I think he'd be a I... fun coach. I think Andy Reid literally takes the West Coast offense and he dumbs it down. I literally think he tells Patrick Mahomes in his headset, he's like, listen, dude, fucking 
The uh, we're going to run a three man scat. I've watched it five times now. The corner's wide open. Just like kind of glance to the left for a second, look at the swing route, and then just fucking bang the corner route, and you're going to fucking throw for 400 yards today, son. Yeah. I mean, if that's true, he's a. I want to tell you a crazy story. This guy, Howard Mudd, okay? Oh, yeah, this yeah. Guy, this guy, Howard Mudd, right here. He yeah. has been behind every single Hall of Fame quarterback in the last 50 years. And uh, Steve DeBerg told me the story. This guy right here was with the Chiefs. Steve DeBerg had his best season, 21 touchdowns, four picks. And Steve was telling me that this guy right here, he invented – uh, signal stealing in the NFL. Oh, wow. And Steve DeBerg said that he would get under center, he'd look to the sideline, and this guy, Howard Mudd, would literally say, they're coming with a Mike Will cross dog, an MEB bomb, a Mike Strong safety smack. And St- Steve DeBerg said he would get under center, and it would be cover three, and the, uh, with a fuff, a free state, or a strong would be up, whatever, and it would literally be an MEB bomb, and he would throw hot and get a fucking you know, a completion and that, and so we took it a step further. This guy right here was one of the architects behind Peyton Manning. Yeah. Yeah. And so he told me that all the Peyton Manning had to make the throws, the physicality and everything. But uh, Steve DeBerg swore to me that Peyton Manning has known the coverage of the defense behind almost every single pass he's ever made his entire career. Oh my God. But as a player, you would have to be able to trust that, you know, because when right. you're back, it's like, okay. Like, I mean, there would be some apprehension at first. Like, okay, no, man, I'm going to read it out. But then after a while, if it's consistently right, you just be like, all right, I'm going to. That's crazy. See, there he is right there, Howard Mudd. Yeah. Howard Mudd. Fucking, yeah, he uh, right there, Howard Mudd. Let's see here. In my opinion, Howard Mudd was the best offensive line coach in NFL history. I'm telling you, bro, this guy, um, he's behind. There's certain people that are behind these quarterback architects, bro. And uh, Andy Reid, you know, he's doing good with Mahomes. And we'll see. You think I'm Mahomes, You think Mahomes is winning five Super Bowls? No. <laughs> no way. No. Maybe. Maybe four. Dude, I'm not kidding you. I think – I used to think Mahomes was Dante Culpepper and all he did was throw bullshit bombs and stuff because that's what Dante Culpepper used to do. Right. But I'm starting to see, like, finesse in his throws and you're starting to see, like, progression and finesse and poise and all these things that you see in great quarterbacks. Um, w- dude, what if he does, like, a? I don't know if you remember a guy – from the Arena League. His name was Andy Garcia. Yep, Aaron Garcia. Aaron Garcia. Aaron Garcia from the Arena Football. This guy, he won like 10 Arena Football Championships. Oh, yeah. He probably, he probably sells cars or something or insurance or whatever, but he he, he actually is thrown for like 900 touchdowns in the oh, Arena yeah. League. He, he played for a long time because I remember back when you were playing like the IFL or the IFL or something. And yeah. I was, like the video for that, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, he would have like the, you know, actual AFL games, like the, you know, like, you know, right. so I was logging you and then I was logging Aaron Garcia's dude. He was making some insane throws. This was probably like 2011, 2012 even. Yeah. Let's see, dude. Let's see what this fucking... Dude, let's look at this guy's fucking stats, dude. Aaron Garcia. This guy's a nut, bro. He played from 1995 to fucking 2014, bro. 1,336 fucking touchdown passes. Oh, my gosh. 229 picks. Dude, this guy threw 1,400 touchdowns with 46 rushing touchdowns. Bro, 1,400 fucking touchdowns. Dude, why does he get no credit when it comes to fucking, like, you know, like, Like count like Warren Moon's fucking Canadian Football League, you know, 80,000 yards or whatever. Fucking 
Why did he threw fourteen hundred fucking touchdowns, bro? Put him in the fucking Pro Football Hall of Fame. How come he's not in the Pro Football Hall of Fame? I mean, he should. Be. Do you think he will be ever? No, I think they're going to treat him like a piece of shit and call him a State Farm agent and all you know all the garbage that they fucking in no respect. But dude, and not only that, but he had to go to work all day and then go to practice. You know what I'm saying? He didn't just get to like fucking do the TB12 fucking diet and then go fucking reform. Yeah. He's like fucking fixing cars and shit all day and then goes and throws touchdowns. A fucking mechanic and then turns into the man. Dude, I, I'm going to throw a wild theory out there. What if Mahomes, dude, what if he wins eight Super Bowls or nine Super Bowls? I don't see it happening. But, I mean, I just, like, you know, I'm under the, you know, I'm under, the, like, the school of thought that it's so hard to even make a Super Bowl. So many things have to go right in that situation that it's just for a Brady to win five or six. It's just, I think it's unrealistic to expect that like ever again. I just, I, I think Josh Allen's a crybaby. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. You change your mm-hmm. too a little bit, but he needs as- to grow up. He needs to, what is this shit? He needs to cut it out, bro. I, I get the whole, like, being emotional and shit and Brett Favre's dad died and stuff, but he earned all that crying and stuff. You didn't right. see that until 12 years in of hardships and Vicodin and pain pill addiction and shit. He needs to cut this shit out and fucking grow up, bro. This is the fucking Detroit Lions you beat. Like, fucking take a chill pill and show some stoicism and be the fucking starting quarterback. Exactly. But it's so rare for a young man to have those traits, even if they have so many other traits in other areas, you know, like say certain leadership qualities. But that I like him. I like Josh Allen. I enjoy watching watching him. He throws bombs, bro. But I'm just like like last year all they said all fucking season on game day football with fucking uh, Kay Adams and shit was that he was supposed to win a fucking Super Bowl last season and he got fucking, he like lost the first game that he was in. Yeah. They they got their asses whooped against the Bengals at home. Round two. At home, in the snow, on their home turf. I mean, right. if you want to be Brett Favre, kid, that's when you actually, that's when you win. You know, do you remember like Brett Favre like never lost a playoff game at Lambeau for like the first like 13 years of his career and it basically was like if you went to Lambo and it was like below 30 degrees like it was a guaranteed loss oh yeah in the mid to late 90s every you know like every single January that was the case let's look at his stats real quick let's see what Josh Allen's stats are they're gonna be really eye-popping let's see let's see let's see what he's got going so far yeah okay there you go 138 touchdowns, 60 picks. So he's throwing way more touchdowns than Burrow. Oh, yeah. 60 more. And he's got almost 20,000 yards passing. Did he come out the same year as Burrow or was it a year before? He came out in 2018. So he came out two years before Burrow did. Yeah. Okay. So Burrow has time to catch out, but. And he's at, he's been a steal for the for the Bills because when he came out, he was all fucked up. His accuracy was all over the place and shit. But he would throw like an eighty yard bomb, and they were like, you know, it was one of yeah, those. Aaron, as their you know, as their incumbent guy, who they signed as a free agent that offseason. It was supposed to be AJ McCarron as the starter for the Bills. Yeah, yeah, 20, yeah, yeah. Now he's in the XFL, just you know, tearing it up, man. He is terrible. Dude, that guy won two national titles. He's like OG Stetson Bennett. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is. All right. So, what do you think about uh, what do you think about um, uh, this Mac Jones, Bill Belichick feud? Is it over for Mac Jones? I mean, it's hard to tell right now, but I think that Mac Jones you can't see, it's when you, when you look at Mac Jones, you don't think he would be the person who would be talking shit to Belichick, right? I mean, he looks like a little, you know, sort of dorky guy. But I'm telling you, man, he transforms on the field. He's not afraid of him. And the situation that he was, that he, you know, that, uh, you know, Belichick had him in last year would drive any quarterback 
mad. What is Belichick doing? Because it's like, I don't understand like his thing. Like what kind of bullshit offense is he fucking running? I have no idea. It's like, so bland and vanilla and fucking gay. It's like, what the fuck is he doing? Why won't he just sign a fucking, like an Odell Beckham or something? Like, why does he hate fucking signing like good players on offense? I know. Like, it's hard to say, but I think, well, I mean, obviously he, he wants to be his way, even on offense, when I don't think he knows nearly as much as the media and all these other outlets make you think he knows would make you believe that he knows about offensive football. Okay, I don't think he is even at an elementary school level in terms of that stuff. He just resigned the entire offense, you know, over to Brady and Josh McDaniels for eight to nine years. So then he was like, okay, what should I do? And he has no clue. Mac Jones saw that and he was like, F this. No, this guy's fraud. I'm going to talk to are we in an age now where, like, quarterbacks can start questioning the coaches and be like, dude, you're fucking my career up, bro. Like, straight up. Back in the day, like, if I would have said to, uh, you, to you uh, Callahan, like, dude, you're a fucking piece of shit and you're fucking my whole life up, I would have just either been benched or whatever. Are we in a day and age now with social media and Twitter where a, co- where a quarterback can tell his coach to fuck off and it doesn't matter? I think so, but... I just don't know if the players will ever have that power, though. So I think okay for them to express those things, but I don't know if it's going to change it ultimately. So let me ask you this. With all the film study and preparation, like, what's – why don't they just get rid of – like, why don't they just start letting, like, the quarterback just be the guy who calls the offense? Is it because if the starter goes down, then the backup would have to have the same ability and stuff? I mean, I get the offensive coordinator. I mean, look at these stats, by the way. This sucks. 2,900 yards, 14 touchdowns, 11 picks. I was kind of high on Mac Jones coming out of Alabama, and I thought he'd be fine, but, like, that's not a good stat line at all. But he was fine as a rookie. He actually made the Pro Bowl. He was the Pro Bowl MVP as a rookie. Obviously, that's, like, a bloated. Yeah. But still, like, you saw glimpses as a rookie that he could be a franchise guy. And Tom- yeah. Super Bowl, but I hate the whole like I hate how if you go to the Patriots, you have to be Tom Brady, like Mac Jones. Look at him; he's a businessman. He could be a U.S. senator. All this shit. It's like, do you think Mac Jones like uh, he's he follows me on fucking TikTok and shit, and he fucking accidentally DM me the other night. I swear to God, he like fucking he's like, dude, you're fucking crazy, bro. He's like a Mac Jones, like my biggest fan in the history of the world, bro. Uh, But but like I'm just sitting there saying to myself, like, is he getting pegged into this, like, slow white guy quarterback hole by the Patriots? No, I no, And, I mean, that's another misnomer about him is, like, all these, you know, ESPN guys, and they're like, oh, he's a statue. He's actually not a statue. He can move around. So do you like him now or what? Yes, I do. When he was in the draft, I thought maybe he would be a backup. You know, yeah. like you know, a career backup, but I've actually, I mean, now I think that he can be a starter, but I think he's going to have, like, I have a theory that the Raiders are going to end up trading for Mac Jones because if you think about it, that Mac Jones pick was 100% Josh McDaniels when yeah. he was so young. Do you think Jimmy G can win a Super Bowl with the Raiders? No, but I think the Raiders might trade Jimmy G back to the Patriots for Mac Jones. Wait, hold on. So you're saying they just signed fucking Jimmy G, yeah. and they're going to use him as tra- and trade him to the Patriots yeah. for Mac Jones? Yes. I think that's happening draft day. You think that's a possibility? Like, you, you, that could, that'd be fucking crazy. I know. It would be. Jimmy G's a porn star, bro. Ever since I heard he did anal with Kiara Mia and she fucking went out on her OnlyFans and said Jimmy fucking ran through her like a fucking freight train in the middle of the night. I, it made me think he had a little swag to her, dude, because she's a big-ass Latina. Like, I mean, it means he had to fucking – he was an Italian stallion. So, yeah. like yeah, – Yeah, that's – His problem is he has kind of a small body because he's from, like, some fucking NAIA school, like – 
And he, but, but dude, one thing that, one thing about Jimmy G, bro, is he fucking, when he is healthy, he fucking, he does win the game. I know. Yeah. To his credit. Yes. Yeah. But with him, it's also the lack of pocket presence. If you've also noticed this, maybe, is that in these certain situations in the pocket, and I think it's because he was in the spread offense at Eastern Illinois for so long that he doesn't know what to do if there's like pressure like yeah. like honest to god like he does not know so and i and i think that's why he got hurt last year yeah he always breaks an ankle or something a wrist an ankle it's he's got little bones he's got like little and it comes from being in the weight room program at these little colleges. They don't have the consistent strength program. They're not feeding them Dren and testosterone and B12 shots of the jugular and fucking pain pills and shit and fucking raising them like fucking in a lab and shit. Like when you go to D1, dude, you have to get in the pod pod and shit and measure right. the weight of your organs and all this. And so he never had that weight program. And it, and it kind of like uh, when he was in his teens and that's when you build all your uh, the foundation for all your power. And so he, that's why he breaks so easily. Yeah. What do you think about Justin Fields? Oh, God. Another one of these. I don't like his, you know, like, I don't like his, uh, you know, mental, like, intangibles. He's got resting bitch face. Yeah. I think, like, he, yeah, he's, you know, he has a resting bitch face. And it seems like. I don't know, man. I just don't like his mindset. And then to boot, it seems like he's not accurate enough and he doesn't know where to go with the ball when enough. Of course, he's highly athletic and run around and make gray or you know, make throws and he has a strong arm, but that's Two not seasons, four thousand yards, twenty-four touchdowns, twenty-one picks. Well, what about his rushing stats? Yeah. I mean, he has those long runs and stuff. I mean, he looks fancy when he does the running stuff, but it's, I saw a video with Carson Palmer, and he's like, I don't want my quarterback running. And, you know, okay, so he runs for 1,143 yards, eight touchdowns, solid. That's like third string, second string running back numbers. But the problem is, at the end of the season, he's got a torn labrum, and his fucking ribs hurt, and he can't fucking play. Exactly. Is he going to break out next year? I don't think so, no. I think it'll be – if he stays healthy, it'll be a similar year to last year for Fields. You know, some ups, but maybe a little bit more downs. What's going to happen to Zach Wilson? God, man. I don't care what he tries to tell people. His confidence is shook forever as an NFL quarterback. It is. You know, last summer he's bringing Joe Flacco up to the ranch in Montana to have like a you know, like team you know, bonding experience stuff and acting like he's the starter, like he just got way too complacent. Way too. Yeah, Joe Flacco is like, "Fuck you, bro! I have a fucking Super Bowl, dude." It's like yeah. when Nick Foles joins a team. Nick Foles, like, I beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. You fucking piece of shit! The fuck yeah. out of my face. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, I just think so about Wilson. What I missed on him coming up because you know I was wrong about Zach Wilson. I thought he would be a solid NFL starter. Like. Thought he, yeah. could, you know, Rogers esque, but the feet, man, his feet are so lazy and inconsistent, and his arm angle, you know, again, yeah. like arm stuff, he's spraying stuff everywhere. I think he's a little kid. I think he's playing with grown men. You know, you're, you got to be a prison warden. Fucking, you're running a prison, son. You know, you got to grow up and you got to fucking realize, like, this is grown men's lives are on the line, dude. Listen, I tell I tell kids this all the time. Coaches making five, six, seven million dollars, their wives get used to wearing David German and shit and fucking yeah. Versace bags. They're not gonna let you play bad and they lose their seven million dollar a year job and they gotta go coach a fucking high school making eighty K. You know how big of a fucking drop that is? Exactly. That's a great point. Yeah. It's a problem. And so the kids, like these kids don't understand. And, and, you know, my mom tried to tell me that when I was a kid. She's like, if you throw a fucking pick, like, the reason you're going to get benched is that coach is not going to lose his job. You're going to lose your fucking job. His yeah. family's on the line. His life's on the fucking line. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I just don't understand. They wouldn't understand. Like, it's like 
he, they just seem to not even understand that. Is Mike White good? Mike White's interesting. So Mike White is a very, he's a very talented passer. Okay. But I don't know if he's a starter. I don't think so. He's got that. He's got that. Uh, he's got that haircut thing where he likes fucking gets all emotional listening to Paris by the Chainsmokers and shit, and fucking takes his wife on a date, and it's just like all fucking sensual, and he's got like a white sweater on, and it's fucking like romantic, and he gives her fucking flowers and shit, and fucking gets on a knee and proposes to her. He's got like a fucking. Uh, he's got like he got, an EDM face. Like yeah, uh, like. Who is that one rapper? Or yeah, he has like a Mike Posner. Type. Yeah, take a pill and a visa. Three touchdowns, four picks. My thing is the Jets. They would have fucking if he was that good. But why would the Jets get rid of him? Well, I and look at the contract that he signed with the Dolphins. I mean, I'm, I mean, he's only making like one five million or maybe three million. So it's not like he's getting paid either. I, a big problem I saw with him is he'll throw touchdowns in the first quarter, but then he won't throw touchdowns in the third and fourth quarter, yeah. which is where you have to throw touchdowns. Quarterbacks I, have to throw touchdowns in the fourth quarter. So and anybody can throw a touchdown in the first quarter because everyone's nervous. Right, exactly. So last December, the Jets played here at the Vikings, and the Jets needed to win the game. Had they won that game, they would have probably made the playoffs. Mike White starting fourth quarter. They're rolling. They're going to win the game inside the five yard line, fourth and goal. Mike White throws to Braxton Berrios. It's dropped in the end zone, but it was a tiny bit behind uh, him, right? So, like here. Yeah. So, it's like even if he's accurate enough. So do you think Rodgers is going to the Jets or do you think he's going to do a fucking Aaron Rodgers and fuck the world and go to the fucking 49ers? Well, I just think it's hilarious about the Packers. Yeah, the Jets are like signing like all the receivers he complains about with the Packers. Alan Lazard and fucking Randall Cobb. It's like he's like he's like literally just like all the old receivers that he hates are like signing with the Jets and he's what just going to go play with them. But I don't think the Packers GM is – I don't think he's a budge on this, man. He's going to play that aggressive long game just like Rodgers did for years. So I don't see this ending anytime soon. I mean, I heard about the 49ers possibly maybe trading for Rodgers. Um, that would be interesting. Why yeah. wouldn't he go to Miami? Right. I heard you say that about – yeah, about Mike McDaniel and Rodgers. He could take it, dude. Rogers wants to be the alpha over the coach. He could, he could run Mike McDaniel's entire life. He yeah. gets to throw to Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill, and they got a good defense. It's in the sun. Like, why wouldn't he just fucking go to the Dolphins, bro? Dude, he. I mean, he has so many similarities with Mike McDaniel personality-wise, too. Not like, right. yeah, they could watch conspiracy theories together on YouTube. Right. Like Robert Sala, bro, I, I don't know how that's going to go. I mean, Who wants to go play for the Jets and the fucking wind is 75 miles an hour right? and fucking it's cold out and it's fucking the, – dude, the reporters are going to fuck with Rodgers, dude. The New York media who just arrested Donald Trump is not going to fucking bow to fucking Aaron Rodgers. No. They're going to rip his ass apart, bro, like straight up. If he tries to do the whole R-E-L-A-X thing, like, Rogers better get prepared for a fucking White House presidential briefing where they ask him why so many people are dying from fucking COVID. Like, they are they are going to fucking gut him like piranhas if he tries to do the whole... This ain't Wisconsin where people's insides are made out of gooey fucking cheese, bro. I know. That would be something to see. But I think, you know, if Rogers ends up with the Jets... He's going to fire back at these media members, too. And it's going to be great theater to see, man. It's, it's going to be really you think You think he does anything with the Jets, or does he just do a Brett Favre did, go 10-6, and six, uh, have a five-touchdown game and bow out? 
I'd say based on Rogers tape from 2022, I don't think he's going to do anything there. I mean, I think they might win nine games, but is Derek Carr good? Decline, I think. No, I don't think Derek Carr's good at all. I think me and you are both better than him. You sure? Um, I call him the Christian alien, dude. He's got like a fucking weird ass face, dude. Like, look how weird is he's got like this weird fucking like like look at he's just a goon dogger, bro. He's like a fucking goofball. Like, look at his goofy fucking face, bro. <laughs> fucking Derek Carr. Like he doesn't he he never won in college, and then they act they act like he's gonna win in the NFL. Right. Right. I, I, I so the the same head coach Dan Allen was the Raiders head coach in 2014. So he was the head coach who drafted Carr back in 2014. So if there's any team where he should have went, it's the Saints. Um I just don't think like for a lack of a better term, I think Carr's broken still. And he's gonna act like he's not and like that this is gonna be like a rebuild, but there's Is Jameis Winston gonna beat him out? I think eventually, yes. By mid season, like Derek Carr is gonna be like flailing around trying to be a fake Drew Brees. Like Derek Carr is just gonna show up to fucking Saints practice one day with like a fake birthmark on his cheek. He's trying so hard to be Drew Brees. And, like, fucking Jameis Winston's going to come in and secretly, like, fucking beat out Derek Carr after the bye week or something. Because Jameis J- – dude, people hate Jameis. He's and good. he's injury-prone and stuff. But he's he's the type of guy that, like, out of nowhere could, like, get hot, you know? Yeah. Like, exactly. if he took some, took some pressure off him out of nowhere, he could get hot and fucking throw some dimes. And I think the fucking black receivers like Jameis. I think oh, yeah. he gets along with his teammates. Very much so. And I think here's what will maybe happen is that from an athlete standpoint, Jameis Winston is much more athletic than Carr. And I'm not talking about like, you know, 40 times and all that stuff. I'm talking about after the ball snapped, movement, you know, vision, you know, all these, you know, arm angles and touch and all this stuff. So he's way better than him at that. But if Derek Carr, if Jimmy G wins a, if Jimmy G wins, goes to the playoffs or wins the Super Bowl with the Raiders on accident, um, what does that mean? Does that just mean Derek Carr fucking is just pure a, a car wreck? He's just pure garbage. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, obviously Josh McDaniels did not like Carr from the. What is it about Josh McDaniels? What's his problem like? I feel like he's that guy and like, uh, like he's like, I feel like, he, look at this fucking face. Jesus Christ, dude. He'll like fucking bite your nuts hard. back off. I feel like he's more hard than actually Belichick. Like he'll chop your head off and just, you know, he'll cuss you out to no avail. I think, I think he's one of those people who thinks he's like so fucking smart and everyone else is stupid. Yeah. But, like, he's actually the one who's stupid because he can't get anybody to be as smart as him. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. the goal is not to be smarter than people. It's to make people as smart as you. That's a great point. <laughs> I agree. Look at him, dude. He's a fucking doofus. What, what do you think he does in Vegas? What restaurant does he go to? Does he go out to a steakhouse? Does he go to fucking uh, – does he go to Encore Beach Club and fucking – and like, what does he do? You think he's ever been to Sapphires or the fucking uh, or Spearman Rhino or anything? No, I don't think he goes out. I, you know, I think he's like John Harbaugh, and for like a date night, maybe he goes to Qdoba or like you know, Chipotle. Or something. Yeah, yeah. He's Josh McDaniels. He 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 reminds me of like a guy who like goes to school to be a doctor, but he can't like he can't even he he can't even pursue prescribe himself Viagra to fucking get hard and fuck his own wife. Like he just seems like a guy who has problems getting a boner. (laughs) He drinks like fucking 58 fucking Red Bulls every day. And he's just like, you know what I'm saying? He's just, his wife's happy because she's rich, but she fucking hates him. And she fucks the black guys on the team because Josh and Josh McDaniels doesn't even mind because he's just like, pawning his wife off to his players because he just wants to focus on plays. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, all right. Let me ask you this. You seen Joe Milton film at all? Not so much, no. 
look, this guy, I don't know what Jim Harbaugh was doing with him at fucking Michigan, but I'm telling you right now, dude, this guy throws fucking bombs, dude. People say I'm racist. I don't like black quarterbacks and shit. It's not that I don't like black quarterbacks. I don't like fucking running quarterbacks. I think you need to stand in the pocket and throw the deliver the fucking rocket. Dude, look at this guy. Look at this guy's fucking arm, dude. That's 65. Yeah, that's about 60. Bro, all he does, if when you watch his film, every single throw is literally like 80. He's like what people wish Anthony Richardson actually was. Okay. I'm so, telling you right now, go check his film out, dude. Like, look at the, like, dude, oh, wow. look at that fucking throw, dude. I mean, that's a dying piece. And Bro, you want who the Vols head coach is now? It's Josh Heupel. You know him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Josh Heupel, fucking sling blade, dude. Fucking yeah. fat, ju- fat, uh, fucking Justin, uh, I, fucking NSYNC guy, bro. I swear his dad was a coach at like Northern State, which was a Division II school out in South Dakota. I almost went there. I think his name was Ken Heupel. Yeah, Josh Heupel won a natty with Bob Stoops at Oklahoma, dude. Every throw this kid makes is a fucking shredder, bro. I'm not kidding you. Like people like Will Levis and shit are talking about their fucking cannon arms and shit. This yeah. is the real. I'm telling you, dude. This Joe Milton guy. Is going to be a problem, dude. This is going to be the first pick in the fucking NFL draft next year. He would have been the first pick this season. They, he has a case of retardation a little bit where sometimes he's, like, still growing and maturing. But, like, look, every throw is a fucking bomb, dude. On, you know, in stride, too. Dude, I'm telling you right now, and he can I don't know what Harbaugh was doing because this kid's ten times better than J.J. McCarthy. And Harbaugh, like... Harbaugh tried to make him into a, like, fucking fake Cam Newton because he's black and racist and shit. Jim Harbaugh's like, let me put him in the I formation and run quarterback power. And Joe Milton can throw the ball, like, fucking 90 yards, dude. Yeah. It's McCarthy, uh, You're going to hear about Joe Milton at the Peyton Manning Passing Academy. You're going to hear about him this offseason, dude. He's going to – and they're going to talk about how he fucking threw a football 100 yards. Wow. Look out for him, dude. People say I never say nice things about quarterbacks, but he's that this kid's a fucking what do you get? Let me ask you this then. Let me take it a step further. Uh fucking Hendon Hooker. Did you see that Mike Tannenbaum said he's gonna fucking get picked fifth in the fucking NFL draft? Saw that, yeah. Isn't Mike Tannenbaum the same guy who extended Mark seven? Yeah. For like forty million. What do, you, what do you think, dude? Do you think this kid's any good? Have you seen anything on him? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's good, sure. Um, he's like fucking 29. Yeah, he's like 26 or 27. I don't think he's a first-round pick. Though. Like, you know, every year recently, there's been all the media chatter about, oh, Matt Corral's going in the top 10. Oh, Malik Willis is top five. And then it never happens. So why yeah. would it? I just don't see it happening this year either. Um, looks so like home in the worm, dude. He looks like. Here comes Herman the Worm. Uh, fucking, uh, dude, that's a kid thing. If you have kids, you watched a lot of Herman the Worm. Uh, fucking Malik Willis, bro. I don't know what's going to happen to Hendon Hooker. He seems too old to me. He reminds me of Dennis Dixon with the ACL and all that shit. What the fuck is going on? Uh, Dennis Dixon was a quarterback at Oregon. He tore his ACL, got drafted late, started a few games for the Steelers, and I think, you know, played against the Ravens. 220 yards, a touchdown, two picks, lost, and never fucking played again. Malik Willis right here. What the fuck happened to him? I mean, I okay, so when he was coming to the draft, he wasn't fundamentally all right? So his were all over the place. When he was at Liberty, he wasn't being coached to be a technician, okay? It was him in the gun, if something wasn't there, he was trying to run around. Yes, he has a great release. Okay, he's got a you know a strong arm and stuff, but it's those anticipating those windows at the intermediate level, and the only way you can do that is if your feet are in sync. Which he, so, you know, like a quick three and a hitch out of the gun, you know, a five and a hitch out of the gun and throw. But 
he was never trained to do that, or he just can't do it. Bro, he's a four-string quarterback at Auburn. He goes to Liberty. Right. Dude, dude, this is the thing. And by the way, if you're like a five-star out there, you know what? Malik Willis, good advice by him. Fuck going to Auburn. If you're a five-star, go to fucking Delaware. Go to a D1AA school that Brett Danucci or one of these fucking losers is supposed to start at. Go to that school and just be the biggest fish in a small pond, dude. Because that's what he did. That's what Malik Willis did. He went to Liberty and he just dominated like D1AA or whatever low division one talent, and he got drafted in the first round because of it. Yeah, I mean, was round pick maybe or no? He was a third round pick. He was supposed to go in the first round. Yeah, 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 yeah. Third round pick. Yeah, but but like that's basically what he did. And the thing that threw me off is I saw him at the combine. He like overthrew somebody like fucking sixty yards. He overthrew him, and he was like laughing about it. Like, and I'm like, yeah, it's cool that you have a fucking you threw the ball far, but like the point is to complete the pass. I'm telling you, man, that's a that's such a great point because it's like I don't know if it's that the, that these quarterbacks who are entering the draft are just immature or it's their personality is just goofy. But it's like like you've said over and over, and I bought into it. I'm like, yeah, man, right. Is you can't be, you know, like laughing and stuff, man. You like have to be a cold, you know, like a cold-blooded killer out there, man. Everything is business. It's, you know, life fucking depends on, you know, this pass and stuff, man. There's no fucking, like, extra stuff. But so many of these guys, like, Willis just embody that stuff. It's like, how is that going to work in the end, man? It's not. So, yeah. From a temperament. Is this kid any good? I think he has a cannon arm. I wonder if he's going to do good at Oregon State. Kind of fell apart at Clemson. Uh, uh, DJ yeah. Ugal, Ugal, there was a while there where any quarterback that came from Hawaii, like Tua and his brother Talia and fucking uh, DJ, like you had, it was almost like three summers of like the only quarterbacks that are good come from Hawaii. They wow. fucking swim to the bottom of the ocean and they get a fucking pearl out of a clam and they bring it up on one breath. And fucking uh, Moana came out with the rock and everybody's just into fucking Hawaiian people and Samoans. The problem with that culture is they're extremely strong. They're extremely powerful people, but they're too into respect. And, and to be a quarterback, you kind of have to have a little sex pistols in you. And I, and I wonder if, I wonder if mentally he's so used to respecting his father and his dad that he like, he just, you know, it was all about honor and respect and tribalism and shit. And he just broke down when things got hard because he, he fell apart at Clemson. I don't know what the fuck happened. He had a better season this year. Yeah. I mean, he did fall apart, but I think Dabo Sweeney wanted to play the freshman kid. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that Um, shit, dude. I think, I, I, you know, I think him transferring to Oregon state is the right call in this, you know, in this situation, but. You're going to see. I'm telling you, bro. A guy Oregon, like him. Oregon State's good. Yeah. But a guy like him, I'm telling you right now, 22 touchdowns, 7 picks, he's going to throw, you know, even if he had the same stats next season, a guy like him is going to sneak into the early rounds of the draft because he's got such a big fucking arm. And we'll, I don't know if he's going to do good or what's going to happen, but I, I hate the fact these college coaches should be punished. If you sign a five-star quarterback, there needs to be some guarantee in these NIL contracts that you're you're going to fucking – I think there should be a new rule that to be a quarterback on a college football team on scholarship, you have to play at least a quarter in every game. If you don't play a quarter in the game, they have to take you off scholarship. They have to take – I don't – dude, it's the only way. They have to take you – if you're not going to play the player, you're not allowed to hoard the cupboard with fucking talent. You're, Alabama isn't allowed to just go sign some five-star quarterback so Georgia doesn't get them. If you're going to have a player on scholarship, they it's like fucking Little League flag football. If he's on your team, he has to play. Otherwise, they can't be on your team. Yeah. No, I like that rule. Um, bro, I, 70% of the Elite 11 – Eight out of fucking ten people that went to Alabama at quarterback had yeah. to transfer. That's fucking crazy, bro. It's not doing the NFL any good. 
The NFL's like, why can't I find starting quarterbacks? It's because they're all getting fucking mass genocide holocaust in college football. I know. I know. You're killing them when they're fucking 18, bro. But you have to go to a school in hindsight where you're going to play or they actually want you to play because as opposed to going, oh, I'm going to go here because it's in the SEC or it's in, you know. Crazy. Is Trey Lance any good? No. He's not. I got ripped on Twitter a couple months ago. Look at that haircut. When I called him, you know, I said that he wants to be like this hip, suave, like, you know, cool bouncer at a nightclub. Like, so he's like, you know, all about being really cool and stuff and having his teammates really think that he's cool and stuff. He's, you know, from a small town here in southwestern Minnesota. Now he's out in San Francisco. He was in Fargo, North Dakota, NDSU, you know, middle of nowhere farmland. Is he salvageable, though? Does he have talent? Like, if they trade him to the Titans, like, is he going to, like... I think he has to be dealt in order for him to even have a chance to, you know, salvage things. Because I think Shanahan, for whatever reason, is very low on him now. No one's allowed to be smarter than Kyle Shanahan, by the way. If you quarterback to Kyle Shanahan... No one's allowed to fucking be smarter than him. No. He, eh. Seriously, dude. Oh. Have you ever seen, like, people are like Tom Brady would go to the 49ers. Dude, Shanahan is not going to let this shit happen because Tom Brady would not be allowed to be smarter than him. This guy thinks oh. he's the smartest man in the world. Yes, he does. Yes. Is he? I mean, he's... No, he's, he's not. No, no, he's not because... What we see happens is in these big moments, he has a tendency to crumble, okay? So he has the Kirk Cousins anti-clutch gene in stress-filled fourth-quarter situations in the postseason. They crumble at, you know, in certain spots. So. What is this guy's problem, dude? I watched uh, some film of him at Michigan State. Yeah, and he, and he he played fine. I mean, him and Brian Hoyer, you know, they're kind of like you know, I I like her cousins personally. I think he I like his aggressiveness, like the way he like manages his team and he's fiery and stuff. But you're but what was that playoff game, dude? It's like that's why I hate when people on that's why I hate when people on TikTok are like, who do you like? It's like I don't want to say anybody because at the end of the day, they all end up sucking. And that's half the reason my TikTok is so fucking big is because I know there's only like 30 quarterbacks in the Hall of Fame in the history of the world. And everybody just ends up being a piece of shit at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, he had a great season. All right. He had a great regular season. Okay, he was throwing for yards. They were winning games in the fourth quarter. And then in the playoff games, he crumbled on that third and long throw. Weird. Osborne. Yeah. And the throw was behind Osborne. And it's like, but that happens all too often with him in those, you know. Bro, look, at his, look at his stat consistency, oh. though. Look at this shit. Four oh, it's touchdowns, four touchdowns, 10. Look at this stat consistency. 29-11, 25 12, 27 13, 30 10, 26 6, 35 13. Bro, I'm, I'm not. Like, people don't, aren't understanding. Like, this is the most consistent human on the fucking planet, bro. This guy has given you 30 touchdowns and under 15 picks every year since 2015. Almost 10 years in a row of just the same person. Oh, yeah. He's just an absolute model of consistency. No Super Bowl. But, like, if you're an NFL franchise and you're like, is my quarterback going to be good this year? Can I sell some tickets? Well, it's like, get Kirk Cousins. He's at least going for 30 and 10. Okay, so what about this? What about a draft day trade that I thought might happen last year? What if it happens this year? The Vikings trade Kirk Cousins to San Francisco. He's reunited with Shanahan. He's on a one-year deal, essentially, right? So they get him for one year in San Francisco. The Niners trade Trey Lance to the Vikings. And the Vikings sign like a random veteran to start. That could be a good deal. And Trey Lance would get to play inside. If I'm a quarterback now in 2023, I want to play inside. 
fucking oh, playing yeah. outside. I want to play inside the dome. That could be a big deal, dude. Uh, Kirk Cousins could go to the 49. I'm telling you, Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback. He just has to he got a case of the yips or something. He's like the fucking he, he just got a case of the yips. Dude, is Spencer Rattler good or no? Uh he looks yeah. like a fucking human box of chicken flavored rice aroni. Motherfucker looks like when you put when you draw on a piece of paper with a yellow marker and then you try to write something in black ink over it, dude, and it just blends into a fucking Spencer Rattler. Oh man. Dude, I, I, dude, he dyes his hair with chicken bouillon. Look at this motherfucker, bro. He's a weird looking dude. <laughs> dude is, weird is he good though? Like, is he good? I I mean he played good late last year. So when they beat so he South Carolina beat Clemson late last year at Clemson, and it was because of Rattler. Right? 18 touchdowns, 12 picks, 3,000 yards. Is he going to the? Is he going to go in the first round? You think one day? No, no way. Yeah. When I watch him, it looks like he can. He looks like he can progress and throw the ball, but then he throws some fucking weird, like back shoulder swing route interception, and you're like, "What the? Where the fuck did that come from?" <laughs> He's like, yeah, he's like a Seneca Wallace, except not. Yeah, that's like, pretty solid. He not. lives in Dallas, by the way. I see him all the oh, time. Really? Yeah, I, he comes to sometimes the flag football games I coach. I've won five championships, literally flag football. It's hilarious, yeah. dude. Uh, Tony Romo's team was playing one of our teams, and we were, like, beating their ass. And all the and there was a few, like, little kids in the stands, and they're like, throw God. And, like, Tony Romo st- stood up to smile and, and say hi, and they all ran over to me. Are you serious? <laughs> Swear to God, how funny is that, dude? Oh, uh, dude. I always laugh, dude. People, like, I'm not trying to, like, toot my own horn, but people don't realize, dude, like, the internet's a fucked up place, dude. You can get this... fucking famous as shit off the fucking internet. <laughs> yeah. dude, it's crazy, dude. I, it's crazy. Burt Kreishner, Tom Segura, Riff Raff. I mean, I got all these fucking, like, people that, like, DM. Jordan Palmer's, like, my fucking DMs me, like. And and I destroy all the quarterbacks he trains. That's got to be weird for him. I know, right? Um, let's see here. Uh, Eighteen touchdowns, twelve picks. It looks a uh, little inconsistency. Two, two, two. Looks like he had a bad stretch there. Oh, oh, one, two. Right there in the middle of the season. Although they did have three wins. Fucking beat Will Levis, dude. What what do you think about this Will Levis guy? Oh man. So so obviously there's. Like his Instagram stuff, you know, he's – I just don't think he has the right mental makeup to be – Reminds me of Blaine Gabbert. Yeah, he actually kind of does. And then from a footwork standpoint, he's way too heavy on his feet. He's not natural enough. Um, I think he has a good internal sense of rhythm at times, but his arm and his feet don't seem to be really connected like you want right. them to. So. He didn't really play that good. Uh, 0-3 picks versus Tennessee, blowout. Fucking uh, had a nice little stretch there. I mean, 19 touchdowns, 10 picks, 2,400 yards. That's not the best season. I thought he had an opportunity to take uh, Kentucky to, like, a Fiesta Bowl or, like, get them, like, you know, kind of like a program-building bowl, like the Orange Bowl or something, you know, like some kind of big bowl. And he yeah. sat out the bowl game. And, like, I just think he takes himself too serious. but. That's not a good stat line. It reminds me of Blaine Gabbard at Missouri after Chase Daniel when he only threw 19 touchdowns, and everyone's like, I thought he was going to throw 40 or 50. You know, 19 touchdowns in college isn't that great. No, it's not that great. Um, I mean, also, so apparently Will Levis is from Massachusetts. Yeah. So I don't know. And, again, this you know might seem odd to say, but, like, I don't know how many solid NFLs, you know, yeah. quarterbacks have ever been raised in Massachusetts. Yeah, it's a weird fucking art, artsy, art school kind of place. Hey, is fucking, uh, is this fucking meth head Justin Herbert, is he any fucking good? I mean, I, look, I think he has a cannon arm. He makes monster throws, but then I watch him let Trevor Lawrence come back against them. I watch him. I, I am going to go to the grave saying that Herbert is one of the best. He is one of the best quarterbacks that I've ever scouted coming out. Okay, I think he is the best. Okay, um, I think last year with the Chargers, he is ill-equipped from an offensive play caller standpoint last year to be successful. Their offensive coordinator last year was Joe Lombardi. He didn't know what he was doing. So, and that the Chargers just don't win. 
Right, exactly. That's why Archie Manning said, no, Eli's not going to be playing for you because he saw Is he gonna? Are they going to trade him eventually? You think he finishes with the Chargers or he gets traded to the Giants or something? Somewhere. I mean, it's hard to say. I think a lot will depend on these next two to three years. If they actually make a Super Bowl, I think he stays. But if it, if it's more of the same, man, he's just getting beat up, too, every single week Herbert is, bro. Yeah, he's got a big arm. He reminds me of a Drew Bledsoe or Carson Palmer. Yeah, I just I don't like the weird losses. I think eventually he has to like he has to just Brett Favre it or Elway it and do like an Elway helicopter, and he just got to get him over the hump. You think you think this Stetson Bennett kid's any good? Like, is he gonna fucking make it, or is he is it just gonna be a Ken Dorsey thing? Like, he gets drafted in the seventh round, starts a few games for the 49ers, and becomes a coach or goes and sells insurance. I think he's good. He can spin it. He's got really, really nice feet, man. He's got a strong enough arm. Um, and I like his confidence, too, man. Like, he has a little... Can I show you? Keep going. Keep going. So, he has Alpha Mac Jones in him. He's, um, you know... Bro. He, does, he, he doesn't really care about what others really think of him. And, you know, I think that's a good thing to have when you're a young quarterback because he's, you know, he, he has real confidence in himself. So, I think that can only help him. Yeah, dude, I want I want you to watch just a few little weird clips here of this guy. Dude, this guy, he reminds me of, dude, I saw him come back and beat C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud was up 17 points. This guy started shaking his head, trying to fucking find, look at, the, look at how fucking athletic this kid is for supposedly being some kind of NCP, NPC retard. This is Oregon, bro. Yeah, that's impressive bro like it, it's almost like they're racist against small white quarterbacks because if kyler murray did this they'd be like oh my god but like this kid fucking i'm telling you he's like drew Brees with jukes bro look at juke this kid the fuck out that's a great comp drew Brees with juice that's exactly bro, look at him juke this kid the fuck out dude wow dude i'm telling you right now it's weird i want Jukes him. That's a SEC. Look, that kid didn't even know what the fuck happened to him. And everybody, everybody talks shit about him. And I'm like sitting here watching him throw fuck dime, dime on LSU on time on the right shoulder. Okay, that's two jet short post right over the fucking defender, dude. Exactly, dude. Watch this shit. Watch this shit. Just juke that kid the fuck out, dude. He's gonna start as a rookie, maybe. I think he. I think somebody's gonna get him. I think he's gonna go to like a de- look at Juke out. That's a fucking SEC defensive end, bro. I you know I'm sitting here saying I'm sitting here watching this and I'm like, dude, somebody's gonna draft him in the sixth round like the Broncos or something, and he's gonna be like the guy that fucking like starts out of nowhere. You know what? He's gonna be like that. Like, why can't he be the next Brock Purdy? Exactly. That's a Everybody great. He loves, but dude, this this guy beat Bo Nix. Anthony yeah. Richardson, Will Levis, C.J. Stroud. This guy is beating everybody that's supposed to – Bryce Young twice. This guy is beating everybody that they're saying is a first-round pick. His film's better than Bryce Young's. Go watch his film if you get a chance. It's better than Bryce Young's. Oh, it is better than Bryce Young. I don't – like, I think Bryce Young's feet are very, very Jimmy G-esque. Yeah. You know, over the place. So – but this okay. So with this Stetson Bennett, you have to remember he was a walk-on at Georgia, and oh, then nails. fourth string he was relegated to fourth string by their coach. So the coaches thought he sucked. They they still don't even like him. They still exactly. talk shit about him. Like look at this shit that? versus Auburn, bro. Look at this run versus Auburn, dude. This is Auburn. This is a walk-off. Look, he outruns. Everybody on every look at every defender on Auburn. If Kyler Murray did that, it would be fucking first round pick guaranteed. Look at this shit, bro. That dude just outran every fucking black guy on Auburn. Oh my god. Whatever. I I'm just we don't have to keep watching, but I just I'm Q eight nine. I'm just sitting there like watching that shit, and I'm literally like. Give me a fucking break, bro. They got to do. They get that guy needs more respect. Yeah, he does, man. So, so what do you got going on? What's your, just shout out your Twitter handles and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so the 
okay, so my Twitter handle now is um, at Thielen is free. Okay, so Adam at Thielen is is free. Um, there's no draft guide this year, maybe next year, but uh, you know I'm still tweeting about stuff. So. Yeah, are you still breaking? And you're on TikTok, QB Film Room, breaking yeah. down film. Yeah, yeah. Good for you. Still in Minnesota, right? Walking around Minnetonka. Up here in Minneapolis, man. Very yeah. good. And uh, anything else? Anything else going on? What? Uh, who's your Who's your prediction for the first pick in the NFL draft? Is it? I saw today they're saying it's secretly Bryce Young. Is it Anthony Richardson to the Panthers? Or I saw you say Anthony Rich. I saw you say fucking. Uh, he's going to the Ravens. Yeah. So I think it could be Anthony Richardson to the Panthers. Okay. So that's what I think. I think there's a 50% chance that it's Anthony Richardson. But then I also think if it's not, so if if the Panthers select C.J. Stroud, I think the Ravens trade up with the Texans at two, and the Ravens select Anthony Richardson, okay, as their hilarious. So. Lamar Jackson's finding out that, like, everybody thinks he has a bird brain. Because, like, I mean, look, the guy fucking is athletic, he actually throws dimes, but you just sit there and you're like, hire a fucking agent, first of all. And second of all, like you're fine. He's finding out in real time that a lot of people kind of like don't know if he's that great or not. No. Well, it's got to be a hard pill for him to swallow. And he has IBS. He's got the David Gerard shitting problem. That's why because he, he secretly sits out the last four seasons after the eighth game of the year. And I know it was Patella last year, but um, a yeah. lot of people don't realize this. He has a he, not to be crass, he's got a pooping problem, oh like literally God. a diarrhea problem. I'm not making this up. You can Google it. I don't fucking do whatever you guys want to do. And it causes him to have to sit out games because he's got stomach aches. I'm dead ass serious. Yeah, I mean, I think he's made some. <laughs> I think he's made some questionable choices with not having an agent, obviously. But I think either the Colts trade for him and remember the Colts moved originally from Baltimore to Indianapolis in the middle of the night. Yep. Art Modell. Okay. You're right. So, uh, actually I think it was like, it, maybe like a Bob Ursay or something, but his son is Jim Ursay. So yeah. why would not want to take the Ravens quarterback from them? So I think either way, he's going to end up getting paid. You think he's going to go to the Colts? Yeah. I think either the Colts or the Texans. Mike Epps is from Indianapolis. There's kind of a black culture in Indianapolis, so he might fit in. But, I, you know, I don't know. If I was, again, if I was Lamar Jackson, like, he needs to just go to fucking, just go to Atlanta, dude. Magic City, Monday Night Football. Just fucking go do it, dude. Just go yeah. to Atlanta. They want the Michael Vick experience back. Just go down there and fucking play indoors. I mean, the Falcons signed Heineke, Taylor Heineke, as a backup quarterback. So they have Heineke. And the kid that drafted last year. Desmond Ritter. Yeah. I mean, that's not yeah. Lamar Jackson to the Colts is weird. I don't know. I just can't see him in that weird blue with the but, Yeah, I just think Ursay might do it. What if they what if the Jets sneak in and get Lamar Jackson? Or the 49ers. Yeah. <laughs> that would be weird. Dude, the thing about playing in California, the reason nobody wants to pay there is they take fucking 41% out of your taxes. Yeah. You want to go play in like a Florida where there's no state tax, dude. You get all your money. Yeah. So, all right, man. Well, I appreciate you being on here. I'll, I'll fucking post it on YouTube and Twitter and stuff, and you have a great day. Sounds good, man. Talk to you soon. All right, man.